Hello and welcome back to Hostels in Hawaii. We are coming to you live from an In-N-Out at about 1 a.m. in the morning. And our friend Joey is headed out to the beautiful island of Maui in T-minus two days. Yeah. Holy two shit. Days. He's got two days. So I thought that it would be a good idea if we made our predictions now as to what we think is going to happen when he sets off on his adventure on Maui, he's going to be working at a farm. And so I just wanted to like make a little time capsule to capture what we think is going to happen to him. And then we'll hear from him firsthand what actually goes down once he gets back. Get back. But for now, let's hear the predictions. Mason, do you want to start us off? All right, so my prediction for Joey is that <laughs> Joey's gonna leave to Hawaii, to Maui, and he's gonna have the most baller time ever. He's gonna be on this farm and he's gonna like cure this drama himself like he's gonna like advocate and like talk to all the people and like them on the same page and everything's just gonna go so good and you're gonna meet this guy and you're you're like you're gonna this guy he's you're just gonna be talking to him he's gonna be like yo and you're like oh yeah like i wish i had a board here like i love to surf and he's like oh dude i got you with a board and then he, he takes you to his house and he pulls out this board from under his house because you know they, they keep going in the house yeah. it's like the most beautiful longboard you've ever seen in your life <laughs> just feeling the rails and you're like oh my gosh this is, this is the most beautiful surfboard I've ever seen I like it and then then you surf and you have a great time that's my that's wow. my that's wow I like that wow that's yeah what do you think thank you for your uh, for your <laughs> input I hope that goes down it probably will okay that reminded me of one of mine that I was thinking about I think that you are going to meet someone, a mentor, who has the same energy as Big Z from Surf's Up. Yes. And you and Big Z, you will be Chicken Joe. Yes. Ch- our little Chicken Joey will be off on Maui and he will meet someone who is a really good surfer and Joey makes surfboards. He has a little surfboard business. And so I think you're gonna like lay the groundwork for you to be able to have some sort of surfboard business in Hawaii one day. Like you're gonna meet someone that's like wants to be your business partner or something like that. And they will give off like big Z energy if you watch the movie Surf's Up. That's one of my predictions. I like that one. (laughs) Mm. I really hope that happens for you, man. That would be awesome. Okay, are you guys ready for your Yeah, let me go. Alright, hello, my name is Sai. My prediction for Joey is that he's gonna shave his whole mustache off and then <laughs> oh my be a God. completely new face when he comes back. I'm gonna be like, who that is will that? not be happening. <laughs> Who's that guy? And then you're gonna be like, yeah. It makes cool me look Joey. five years younger, so. No. <laughs> no. What? Well, I think mustaches make people look older. Yeah. No mustache. That's what I'm saying. No mustache. Oh, oh, oh. I, oh, like a, I thought I you were saying like your mustache. 16 again. Oh. Yeah. I feel like, what if he comes back with short hair? Or really long hair, yeah, probably really long hair. This would be crazy. I'll be a nice really golden. Bro- I'll be a nice golden bronze too. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'll come back really tan and with really long hair, and maybe That's, a beard. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, if that was like physically possible, totally. And like <laughs> the two weeks you're gonna be gone. Yeah, I don't know how much my hair will grow in <laughs> two weeks, two, three weeks. We'll see. I'm Luke. Uh, my prediction for Joey is that he's gonna get on his airplane. And he's going to get stuck in a time loop. Oh. And he's going to come back, and it's going to be 20 years in the future. Everyone's going to think he died, (laughs) but he actually was just stuck in a time loop (laughs) on an airplane. (laughs) And he comes back, and everything is different. (laughs) That's my prediction. Don't freak me out like that. (laughs) Man, don't. 
All right, Joey, what are your predictions for yourself for your time in Hawaii? Yeah. <clears throat> I predict I will become best friends with a chicken. That's going to be awesome. You probably will. Maui's got lots of chickens. I'm excited for you. We're going to talk to you when you get back. Oh, I have another prediction. Okay. Yes. Um, I predict that I will... I will be spearfishing, and it'll be the most magical experience, hunting for my own fish, and then cooking my own meal on the beach afterwards. Oh, you'll be, it'll be like you're on Survivor. I just put Joey on the Survivor, so you'll go onto the island, and you'll channel your inner Survivor, and you'll go fishing, and it'll be awesome. I might just run away into the jungle for a few days. Yeah. Oh, I also predict that you might be gone longer than you expect that's interesting i feel like the island does that to people because i feel like i'm i might come back sooner right because you're gonna miss all of us but we'll see only time will tell and me and joy will be coming back to you with this experience on maui very soon we'll see you guys there we're gonna miss you have a safe flight okay bye see you future joe oh yeah oh wait i'm talking to my yeah see you Future Joe and Zara, we'll see ya. And we are back a month later after Joey has returned home safely from Hawaii. After our little, what, what did we even say? We don't even remember what we said about what we thought would happen to you. Um, but we'll have to re-listen to that and everything. But he's back, everyone. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Joey. I'm back. <laughs> and we also have a special guest today with us. What's up, guys? I'm Phoenix. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and me and Phoenix have been waiting to hear what happened to Joey in Hawaii. Really but yeah, we've have purposely, yeah, we've purposely oh. waited so that we could do this on the podcast so that we could, like, react with you guys mm-hmm. and, like, genuinely find yeah. out, like, what went down when you went back. So, Joey, what the fuck happened? <laughs> it was kind of a wild trip. Um, off to a bit of a rough start. Um, and I feel like stuff like that always happens. Like, a yeah. lot of my friends that have traveled through Hawaii, like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like, there usually is something that happens in the trip that, like, is, like, really bad at first, but then turns into something really good. Or you yeah. get yourself into a pickle, but then, like, figuring out how to get out of the pickle or, like, getting yourself into the sticky situation, like, you end up having a really cool outcome of it. Yeah. So I feel like that's what happened uh-huh. to you, but I don't know what happened That's yet. actually pretty spot on to what happened to me. Um, so I just had this intuitive feeling that at the beginning of the trip... Um, something just felt sort of off about the trip um and then it all started with the plane ride there i went to seattle first and i got stuck in seattle all Dude, day long oh, me too yeah. there we have a podcast called sleepless in seattle and it's about yeah. me getting stuck in seattle so that was a rough start to it it was it was pretty rough um so i didn't get to hawaii till like 3 a.m actually um, i remember you texting me that yeah. so joey actually did text me updates so i know some things yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah so that was a bit of a rough start there and um just the pretty much the whole first half of the trip was pretty bad i mean (laughs) pretty shit like (laughs) did not go well but i mean it's just it's just like that sometimes i tried i made the best of it um it wasn't a horrible time it was beautiful there i was staying in the countryside um for the first half of the trip i was um well first of all i went to maui right to, to clear that up i went to the island of maui and, um, and you went to go work on a farm mm-hmm, there, which yeah. I know that's like something I think is what went wrong a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I went to stay with a friend who was who was living and working on a farm there, and um, just immediately when I got there, there was a lot of drama on the farm. 
There was farm drama. Farm drama. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was pretty. That sounds enticing. Yeah, <laughs> when was, drama happens on a farm. Yeah, it got pretty crazy. Yeah, you didn't milk the cow the right way. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Where'd the chicken go? <laughs> Shit, dude, you lost the chicken. No, it was you. No. <laughs> but um, so pretty much it Are was. Are you allowed just, to talk about the farm drama? Are you allowed to tell yeah. the podcast? Okay, yeah, tell us. I mean, it's not like they're gonna listen to this or anything. <laughs> yeah, they tune in for some reason. Yeah, hey, yeah. why are they hey. spilling all this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, just from the start, like just first getting there, it was just really tense. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't feel welcoming at all, which is way different from the last time I was there earlier in the summer. It was a completely different experience. It was like the best thing the first time I went there a few months ago. Um, like super welcoming, like really friendly people. And um, just this time there was like less people on the farm and the managers there were just like all like stressed out and um yeah so it was really tense at first and it was just uncomfortable isn't it interesting how like people's attitude can change an environment drastically like i feel like with work trades especially like they can either be like the best thing ever it can be the best environment because with solo travel like you're bound to like run into some conundrums and some things i feel like that's just a part of solo traveling and like when you do something like work trade like it can be amazing but it can be like a hit or miss thing like you can get like a great group of people there because it's always changing the environment's always changing so a lot of it is like about the people who you're surrounded with and their attitude about the situation because you can be in a beautiful place like hawaii but if there's people around you who are really stressed out and like making a negative work environment and like not being welcoming or like not working together well as a team it's like some Suddenly, like, I don't know, I feel like it's a lot about the people. Yeah. Like, and the people sense. make the place, and I just think, like, it's interesting how mindset can shift so much of your experience, and if other people's mindsets around you aren't great, then sometimes yours won't be great as well, which is, like, you know, not your fault, but it's just, it can happen. I just think that's, like, so interesting, like, especially when it's in a place like Hawaii, because it's like, dude, look around you, like, look how many things there are to be grateful for, and, like, somehow these people mm-hmm. are still stressed out. Yeah. Um, and I, I found that happening to me, too, when I did a work trade in Hawaii. Like, there'd be moments where I would get stressed out, but then I would just take a step back and be like, okay, breathe, it's okay, look where you are, it's all good, because I would never, ever, I hate being in a bad mood around other people, or being stressed out around other people, because I never want to bring, like, their mood down, so I I can, like, feel, like, the tense, like, I I know what you mean by, like, the yeah. tenseness, and so it was just was, like, the people there were, like, kind of in a weird mm-hmm. headspace. Yeah, um, pretty much, like, my plans had changed, I was supposed to stay there longer originally, um, and it just didn't work out like that. And so, like, pretty much the management was just, like, upset about that. That um, you couldn't stay yeah. as long as you mm-hmm. wanted to? Okay. Yeah. Because you um, were supposed to be there a while longer, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. was it was different months. management yeah, than... Yeah, it was because originally it was, like, three months. Because oh, I remember yeah. being so sad about it. I was like, no, Joey's going to be gone for three <laughs> whole months. And then you're yeah. like, no, it's, like, three weeks. And I was like, oh, we're, like, okay, like, <laughs> three weeks isn't bad. Yeah. Wait, so it was different management than the first time that you went there? No, it was the same management. There was just less people there. Okay. Like, um... I don't know, yeah, just some of the workers that were there before that were, like, really cool and, like, friendly and stuff, they weren't there that time. Right. And it your friend just... who was there, she was injured, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So friend, that also... Yeah, right before I got there, my friend was injured and, um, yeah, wasn't able to walk very well. Which is hard when you have to work for your stay. Like, what yeah. did she do? Um, she tried working and oh couldn't really, but oh tried anyway. Did they let her um, keep staying? Like, did they let her stay still, even though she couldn't work? For a little bit, really? not, um... Not too much longer. She had to leave, yeah. A couple weeks after I left, she had to leave. So did you leave with her? Hmm? Did you leave with her? No, she left a couple weeks after. 
Okay, so yeah. you got to spend some time with her, mm-hmm. and like the energy was just tense there. Yeah. Did you have any good moments in that like time, or was yeah, it, yeah, okay. I did. I'd say like my last couple days there on the farm were nice because it was like okay, like like we know like we have to leave now. Like just mm-hmm. I don't know, we just kind of put it all aside, mm-hmm. um, all the drama. We just put it aside and enjoyed the most of it because we didn't have to work the last couple of days. Um, Cause I mean, it was like hard labor out there. Yeah. So it was really nice. Like what kind of farm work did you do when you were out there? Just if people are listening and they're interested in doing yeah. like a work trade in Hawaii, like what should they expect? Um, I mean this place, it, it was just a fruit and flower farm. Um, it was pretty good labor though. I mean, it's a lot of, pretty much a lot of weeding, um, a lot of weeding, taking care of the flowers and fruits, um, harvesting bananas. Oh, the uh, mini bananas! Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Joey and I's favorite part. thing is the fucking mini bananas. There's Thai bananas, there's ice cream bananas, there's yeah. so apple bananas. They're so good. If you ever go to Hawaii, eat mm, the bananas. Best bananas you'll ever, ever have. Eat. And like, you will not be able to go back to regular yeah, bananas. Say, did, you, no. did you come back and you were just disappointed? You're like, man, fuck here. these yeah. bananas. For real. Yeah. I can only eat Hawaii bananas now, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was probably my favorite part of farming was harvesting bananas. Because <laughs> you, you get to cut down the trees and stuff. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, I bet like eating the fruit that you worked to help like labor like that has to be so rewarding it is yeah it was great um but other than that I just like oh also Mm -hmm. our car broke down yeah so we had a car and (laughs) and my friend was driving this car that's so classic Mm -hmm. that's just like the most classic like oh we got this car we're gonna do crazy shit and it's like oh the car is broken (laughs) like the amount of times that I was in a car and it broke down (laughs) Yeah, so we had a Jeep, um, and my friend was driving it for, like, two months before I got there. It was, like, fine. Like, it never broke down. Then two days after I get there, it breaks down. Damn. Yeah, so we were without a car for a few days, and it ended up being a little bit of a pricey repair. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I decided to just ditch the farm. I <laughs> I up and left with, like... Did you, t- did you tell him you were leaving, or you just left? Um well, I didn't tell them because my friend told them. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't even know that my friend told them. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You were just ready to rumble. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and I ended up leaving with, like, five days left of my trip. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, the car was ready the day that I was leaving the farm. So I just went and picked up the car. I went to the other side of the island, to the west side. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is so beautiful over there. It's mm-hmm. always sunny, always hot over there. Warmer waters. Um and that was a great time i just i stayed in a hostel over there fuck yes yeah. oh my gosh yeah joey texted me a picture and he was like it's hostel time baby and i was like yes so I love this it. is a real hostels in hawaii podcast this is holy yeah. shit hostels in hawaii we're back because i did stay in a hostel in but um in Maui. yeah which hostel was it should we shout it out um, was it a good one yeah shout out tiki beach hostel <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout it out Come stay yeah there. it's so beautiful it's like right on the beach pretty much literally a 20 second walk to the beach yeah. Let's go back. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Let's but, um, go. Yeah. Let's, we're uh, it right yeah. now. Should we book get a flight? Yeah. Imagine we just all book a flight right now. We just go. It's, just, it's funny. Just because it's Phoenix funny. Is, Phoenix give me a look. Talk. She's down. <laughs> I know Phoenix is down because I texted her. I literally texted Phoenix at one in the morning oh and I was God. like, let's go hit a bouncy house right now. She was like, excuse me, what? I was half asleep in bed, like like about to fall asleep. And I just got a call and I was like, oh, she's mi- like, maybe she's in trouble. Like it's one in the morning. I <laughs> no. answer you like bouncy castle. I was like, 
Okay, I need pants. Hold on, give me five. You didn't minutes. even question me. You were just like, all right, and let me put on like, these pants. Yeah, hold on, let me get pants, maybe shoes. It was this like thing no, going no, no. on. It was so fun though. It, it was, was so a giant fun. pumpkin bouncy castle that our Where school had set up. I was so disoriented. <laughs> in a field. No, I'm kidding. One a.m. It was in it was the like, student it was like union. The end of like the Aztec nights thing. Yeah. But there was nobody there. It was just me and Zoe. And I found, like, two of my friends on the walk there. But we painted pump, pump, pumpkins. Wow, pumpkins. <laughs> and got, like, our caricatures drawn. We got the best drawing of me and things. It's amazing. Like so we, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It was but in the we, morning on it was, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we jumped in this pumpkin bouncy castle then we ate pumpkin pie wow. then we painted pumpkins pie. then we went to a photo wow. booth we had the whole photo booth to ourselves then we got these character things drawn like you know like those goofy yeah. cartoons like uh-huh. big faces and stuff we're showing Forget a it. picture oh, those are so cool yeah that i wish she we could like, show the podcast she like kind of gave me a goatee she was like trying to draw my chin but it kind of just looks like i just got some stragglers she gave me right freckles there. which made me really I know, happy she did give you freckles she gave me a big big old smile i know i she love drew it one of my eyes smaller than the other i'm like oh man <laughs> but she gave you nice big lips she did she did and she gave you nice eyebrows i know she did she did she yeah did she did this right eyebrows. she does right for real it was so cute we were her last like little art piece of the night because we were like the last ones there we hit so many things in such a small amount of time and it was one of those things where it was just, like i was like the most intense why is this happening minutes. yeah it was like why is this happening but this is the best thing ever anyways so phoenix is down i know joey's down oh yeah we're these are some down down ass fools so like we fools. will be let's go let's do it <laughs> um okay so so you leave the farm mm-hmm. so how long do you spend at the farm a couple um, weeks it was only like a week week and a half okay. about yeah. so a lot shorter than you originally planned yeah, a lot shorter than but i feel like that's good planning. like but if you it worked out yeah like it was supposed to yeah you and you already had the experience too mm-hmm. yeah. so i think I, I did the same exact thing like a few months ago yeah, yeah. so i feel like it, you were ready for a new experience yeah. and mm-hmm. especially if it's not a good work environment for you yeah. and so you decide to leave mm-hmm. with your friends mm-hmm. and yeah. did you guys have a plan or were you just like let's let's go um, oh, I actually just left by myself. Oh, yeah. What? The last half of the trip, I was just on my own, oh, and it okay. was it was the best. It was the best time. Oh my gosh! Uh-huh. Okay, so what? Yeah, happened? I I loved just like being on my own, like on yeah. the island, just having so having fun. the car, just like. Oh my gosh, that so sounds great. amazing. It makes me more social. It makes me like talk to strangers that more rather than being with like other people. Who were but, you? Um, were there any characters that you met that like have a good Aww. story? There were, uh, yeah, there there were some inter- interesting characters. I mean, there always are being uh, yeah. staying at hostels, Dude, yeah. but um, I think we better save this for the second half. We will be back. Chapter two, part two, coming soon. Okay, bye. Hello, we're back. We're back for part two, ladies and gentlemen. Joey is here. Woo! I'm back. Um, so we had to put this. What am I saying? We had to put this podcast on pause for <laughs> yeah. a minute. We had to pause this podcast because... We had to go see a sunset. We had to go see a sunset. We had to go catch a little sunset surf. Um, our friends wanted to surf. We all piled in the car. And we went and saw the most beautiful fucking sunset ever. And then Joey had his guitar. Yeah. And we were, like, on a cliff overlooking mm-hmm. the sunset. And then you witnessed a proposal. Yeah, a proposal just right <laughs> in front of me. It was crazy. Yeah, no one else saw it. But, like, <laughs> I, was I was peeing. Like, I was peeing in a bush. Yeah. And I came back and you were like, yeah. so a proposal just happened. Yeah. And I was like what it's the cutest art thing ever yeah oh that makes me so happy so yeah we're back slight intermission mm-hmm. um but we want to talk about what happened <laughs> on the second part of your trip when you yes, went off on yes, your own yes. solo travel the characters you met at the hostel so mm-hmm. do you want to start with like how did you first feel when you walked into the hostel did you get good energy right away or were you like oh yeah scared okay cool. yeah no it felt really good when i first walked in it was um 
way different from the first time I was there because I went to the same hostel like earlier this year. Mm -hmm. um, I, went, I went to the same place and it was just like a completely different feeling. Like the first really? time, yeah, the first time like all the workers there just were like very kept to themselves and like okay, didn't yeah. really talk to anyone but that, themselves. That honestly, I feel like <laughs> the workers really like set the tone yeah. and the vibe of the place because yeah. I feel like you can go to a hostel and it could be the best thing ever yeah. and you could love it there and then you could go back to the same hostel and you could be like, uh, this isn't really for me because like it totally depends on the people that are there, the people yeah. that are working because just from my experience as well, like working at a hostel, like I always felt like me and the rest of my staff were setting the tone and like if I don't know, I always wanted it to feel like a very welcoming environment. Um, but it also does get tiring mm -hmm. to kind of always be the welcoming crew. It's super fun. Yeah. But I see some people like when they first get there they're super welcoming. They're always trying to meet new people and then you see some people if they've been there for a while like they start to keep to themselves mm -hmm. more. And so I think when a staff like a whole staff keeps to themselves more it's usually because they have all worked there for a while and they're all very close with each other and so they're less interested in getting to know the guests. Yeah. Which is like a super interesting dynamic or it's just them. I don't you know, I don't <laughs> know those people personally uh -huh. so maybe they just always keep to themselves a little bit more, but I feel like usually the type of person who works at the hostel is very welcoming, friendly, like wants to set a right tone and a vibe for the place and make people feel welcome and stuff. Yeah. So. so it was definitely interesting, like the first time, like just not uh, getting a welcoming feeling there. But the second time I went back, it felt great. Like everyone was like super nice and um, there were like a lot of really cool workers there. Most of the people working there were actually from like all over the world there were people that's from the best, yeah there were people from like switzerland germany yes, um ireland um new zealand that's um awesome. costa rica yeah just yeah. people from everywhere that's um, how it was at the last hostel i worked at we had people from all over yeah. the world and it was so much fun because i felt like one of my favorite things about working and living in a hostel is that you feel like you're traveling when you're staying in the same place mm -hmm. because you meet people from yeah. all over the world and you hear their experiences, their stories and hear about their culture. And you're just like, damn, like, I feel like you're like now suddenly I feel like I'm in, you know, Brazil or I'm in Germany mm -hmm. or I'm in Hungary. Like yeah. I'm there because like I'm talking to you and you're giving me like such a yeah. enriching experience right now. It's just, it's the best. Yeah, so great. traveling when you're uh -huh. not even moving. Though. I know. Love I love it. it. Um, <laughs> love it. But, um, so, yeah, going to the hostel felt amazing because it was a huge, like, contrast to the first half of my trip. Right. It was just, like, a polar opposite and the way that, like, the first half of the trip was, um, it just didn't go very well. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I, I still, like, had a good time and was able to enjoy myself parts of it, but it was, it was just rough, yeah. yeah. Um, so the second half of the trip was, like, an amazing experience. It was just beautiful, like, mm -hmm. going to the hostel and, like, meeting all these, like, super nice, really cool people. Yeah from all over the world and like hearing about their lives who and were some of your favorite characters mm, okay so there was this one guy that i met who he wasn't working there but he was staying there at the hostel he was his name was mikey he was from shout mikey. out mikey if you ever if you ever <laughs> uh, find this podcast we'll send it to him shout out mikey <laughs> hi mikey nice to meet you um I don't know if I'll ever see that guy again, but he was from... Dude, uh, isn't that crazy? Like, that's the craziest feeling. When you meet someone, and you're like, damn, this person, like, is actually having an impact on my life. I don't know if I'll ever see them again. Yeah. Like, I might never see them again, but in this moment right now, we are connecting, and, like, they are making an impact on my life, and I'm happy to have met them at mm -hmm. least once. Yeah. But you're like, damn, Mikey, like, it's hard yeah. to say goodbye. I might never see you again, buddy. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a crazy yeah. feeling. Um. He was an interesting character because, well, he so he was from New Zealand, um, 
and he's pretty much been just traveling the world since like pretty much since like covid started mm-hmm. or like during covid he he explained that he renovated a house and sold it wow. and like he's just been like living off of that money just like traveling not working at all wow. and so he's just like i don't know he, he was really just taking it like day by day like he had no idea where he would be the next day um so he was a, yeah so he was a really interesting person to meet because that would be an awesome thing to try and to just mm-hmm. like not know where you're going to be the next day but it, i could see you doing that for yeah, sure but us gap year folk we just uh-huh. get into the <laughs> craziest situations <laughs> and we and taking life day by day i think is like a really good way to live mm-hmm. honestly yeah. even if it's like i don't have anything figured out but i'm taking it day by day um i don't know i feel like you learn a lot from that and i don't know you don't always have to think so far ahead in the future and have a plan for your life so far ahead in the future i think uh, if anything that's kind of boring like i want to be like kept guessing and be like what the fuck is gonna happen tomorrow i'm gonna do tomorrow (laughs) like i love that life today yeah Yeah. (laughs) like there's still so much left Uh in the day like we don't know what we could get into like (laughs) it's the best feeling ever and it keeps you on your toes and it keeps you exciting like just living an exciting life so you know shout out mikey i get it (laughs) i know respect to that guy for for, like committing to that because i mean i was like he was just explaining like how amazing like his life is right now because he's just doing what he wants and like i wish i could do that but like dude that shit takes balls but it also takes balls Uh like it's scary to just like drop everything and be like i'm Mm -hmm. just gonna I'm just gonna go for it like but Mikey's doing it he has the money he has the balls and he has the commitment yeah so I was really glad to meet him and to like see someone actually doing that Mm -hmm. it was really cool and um he felt um like in a way uh like an older brother like sort of like figure like sort of I don't know just a way like that we would like communicate felt similar to like me and my brother oh that's Um, so sweet yeah so um, yeah, it was really cool meeting him. Um, and then just like the other people at the hostel were yeah, Give us the other characters. Um, there were, um, okay, so <laughs> it was kind of weird. I noticed like at that hostel, they just hire like a bunch of young girls pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's how uh, it was at yeah. the first one I worked at too. It was a lot of young girls. Uh-huh. There was like literally like one, maybe two guys like working there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so there were like... There were a big group of girls that were all from, like, Germany and Switzerland. They didn't know each other before, but they were all from, like, very similar places. And they had become, like, best friends, like, at that hostel. Um, And so there were some really interesting... That, like, um, warms my heart to think about. Oh, I love that so much. Holy shit. The idea, like, when you meet people through traveling and then they just feel like you've known them for so long and they end up being like family it's just like the best yeah. thing ever that's so sweet i don't even know those girls but i'm like yeah. i'm happy for them uh-huh. yeah so it's really cool like meeting people and like getting their contacts and like you don't know if you'll ever see them again yeah. but then you might and they <laughs> live like, like on I'll the other side of the world maybe yeah in Germany, like, exactly i know that's yeah. so awesome then you have like a contact in all these countries and yeah. like if you ever go there, like, you might see them again. Except Mikey, I don't know if I'll ever see him again, because he doesn't He's have, on the move. He doesn't have any social media or anything. I didn't get his <laughs> Does contact. Does he have a phone? Yeah, he has a phone. Oh, okay. But I didn't get his contact or anything. And he's, like, all over the world. All over, man. But, but imagine how cool it would be if you ran into Mikey again one day, and you were just like, holy shit, Mikey, it's yeah. Joey from the hostel in Maui. Yeah. And he's like, Joey. Like, yeah. that would be so fucking cool. I have a cool. feeling I might run into him in New Zealand or Portugal. <laughs> Yeah, and you yeah. and you should. I hope you do. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you do, man. Yeah. Okay, so how did you feel about solo traveling? Like what what was the biggest lesson you took from this trip and 
being on your own and figuring it out and experiencing mm-hmm. stuff and taking a bad situation into a positive one like what are some of your biggest takeaways from this whole trip i'd probably say that just gotta keep moving just keep swimming <laughs> just keep swimming <laughs> just keep swimming yeah um did you just quote Nemo? Yeah, I did just right. quote Nemo. I respect it. Yeah. Um, thanks for catching that. But um, <laughs> such a good movie. So, so the biggest thing that I learned from this trip was probably that no matter how bad it gets, it will always get better at some point. No matter how low. Yeah. It how gets, low you go. Yeah. You just you going. always come back up. Yeah. Yeah. And That's true. and it was just actually like really eye opening to see that contrast because of like how bad the first half of the trip was <laughs> i mean right. i mean yeah it was it was pretty bad so um i oh, mean here comes sarah oh. sarah <laughs> hey Are you guys yeah <laughs> yeah you're good though so i want to i save there yeah keep moving almost dropped keep the swimming yeah um so i want to talk about actually the first time that i went to maui um, just earlier this year because I had a really amazing, um, almost like spiritual experience mm-hmm. there. Um, Dude, the islands are yeah, spiritual. Yeah, coming, coming to the islands for the first time. I had never been to Hawaii before until this year. Um, and I went to Maui both times. And um, so the first time I was there, it was the most amazing experience. And the trip was like planned super last minute, like like a week or two like before. Those are the best away. ones, man. Yeah. I was just like, screw it, I'm buying a ticket and going, and I had the best experience the first time, like, everything about the trip just worked out so well, um, well, actually, not everything, but, um, but pretty, that, pretty yeah, good. like, it, it was the, really the ups and downs, stories. right, yeah. exactly, yeah. it made for really interesting stories, but, um, so the first time, it felt like, it felt like home, in a way, like, it felt like a home away from home, um, it was just extremely welcoming to me, um, and it was amazing and probably probably the best experience that i had when i was there the first time was um going to eyal valley which was on the sort of like west side of the island in the middle um and if you're ever on maui go to eyal valley it is the most beautiful like probably one of the most beautiful parts on maui um so you drive deep into this valley uh, like a mile or two into the valley and then me and uh, some friends went hiking up the stream it wasn't even a designated trail we just went like um, hiking way up the stream for a while and um, then we got to like some some little like fresh water pools and uh, we got on the water and it was freezing but <laughs> it was probably like the most amazing experience I I like had on those islands wow. just like being being encompassed by that mount uh by the water that was by the fresh water that was pouring down the mountain dude something and, about fresh water yeah. feels like when you like completely submerge your entire body like yeah. every like waterfall hike i would do or like fresh like little like fresh water spring i would go to like on quiet we would go and like fill up our water bottles at uh-huh. the secret spot and fill it up with fresh water and like sometimes and it's definitely a spiritual place and like sometimes you would like dunk yourself if you kind of needed like a reset with your mindset your body whatever and something about it is like amazing like i do not know how to really describe it yeah but it's like i don't know it's like you you literally feel like you're being like like 
you do feel like you're getting like a fresh start like yeah. you pop uh-huh. up and you're like oh yeah. my gosh like, i know it was wow like, it really was like a spiritual experience yeah. getting into that waters being there in the valley like i was just in awe the whole time i was in that valley just like mm-hmm. beautiful lush green like cliffs soup hundreds of feet high like right next to me just like it just felt like i was like a part of like the, the mountains or they're technically volcanoes but, yeah um that was called the mountains it, <laughs> yeah. it felt like I was technically like, volcanoes yeah, i was like just felt like i was a part of the earth yeah but when I was well there. it's i think i forget sometimes that like we're humans and yeah. we're nature too so we like are, yeah. when we look at like mother nature and how beautiful it is like sometimes i forget that we're included in that yeah. and there's some moments where you like i've felt especially like on the islands where i felt so connected to nature that i was like wow like i'm a part of nature and like i feel just as beautiful as it is you know and that's like such a beautiful experience and just feeling to feel to feel mm-hmm. so connected to like the earth that you're walking on and that's why i walk barefoot everywhere because yeah. i fucking I love feeling yeah, <laughs> i love being barefoot mm-hmm. um but yeah what you said about like going there and it kind of feeling like home mm-hmm. and just feeling the welcoming feeling yeah. is so interesting to me because i genuinely do think like when you travel through hawaii um you know for like a while and if you're young and you don't have that much money and like you're very much like going to learn about yourself learn about the islands and like see what happens and you don't plan much you just go and you Mm -hmm. just go to experience life there i feel like there is like and it's kind of hard to describe if you haven't been there um because obviously anyone can go if you have money anyone can go and stay in a hotel and like do all of that right yeah. but that's not if you do that you're not like listening to the island like yeah, you're not you're connected not to the island it. yeah and something about i don't know if you felt this but like i felt like you have a relationship with the island yeah. like the island to me like told me when it was my time to stay yeah. like it opened doors for me to stay when it when yeah. I like when it was like this is your time mm-hmm. to stay and be here and learn and be present here and learn about yourself and learn about like the land that you're walking on mm-hmm. and then like when I felt like it was my time to go I felt like the island was like telling me like it's your time to go it's your time mm-hmm. like it's your time to move on and do this and then especially because I went for a long period of time and then I I went home because I had you know kind of a family emergency sort of thing not emergency but someone in my family was sick Mm -hmm. and the islands like like encouraged me like you need it's your time to go home and I went home and got to spend a really good time with my family but before I left the islands like opened this sounds so spiritual and like if you don't (laughs) like if you haven't been like it might sound a little crazy but like I got the job in Kauai before I left and I felt like it was the island's way of telling me like you should go home and spend time with your family now but like the door is open for you to come back because there's more that you need to experience here more that you need to learn and like a little bit more that you need to see and like by the time that my time was up in Kauai like I felt like I had done everything that I wanted to do and need to do for my soul and just for my time there and I just felt so grateful that the islands wanted me as long as they did because I genuinely do think like it can feel your intentions and your spirit and like your love and and if you're you know giving as much love as you can to the islands and the place and being as respectful as possible then they'll open doors for you to stay because it is a relationship like Mm -hmm. a back and forth of the island like and if the island does not want you there the island will find its way Mm -hmm. to get you out so it's just very interesting or if the you know the islands like it's just not your time to be here right now like there's somewhere else you're supposed to be like it'll let you know in like in a really good way and i definitely experienced that and it was it's kind of crazy and it's and like that's why it's so interesting that you know you you went and they were very welcoming and they're like 
this is the doors were opening for you to be there and then you got this opportunity to come back and mm-hmm. they were like there's a little bit more for you to experience here yeah. and to learn here and, and it was like way different yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the island can feel your spirit mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah. it's crazy and and obviously like you know anyone can go and not listen to the island but definitely if you're there for a long time i do feel like you like form a relationship with it which sounds oh, yeah. i know it, it sounds a little crazy because it's like you know no you just have to go there yeah. you have to experience it yeah, those you're... those islands are alive like yeah, they're alive and well yep like, and they're like wise as hell like they know all <laughs> <laughs> like they know everything and like they'll teach you a lot if you're open to it if you go into it with like an open heart open mind like it can teach you so much like m- more yeah. than my expectations going in were super high of mm-hmm. course i was like oh my gosh it's gonna be amazing but all my expectations expectations were exceeded like beyond belief like I could not have ever pictured or imagined the experience I would have there and even like the ups and the downs obviously like not all of it is sunshine and rainbows but Mm -hmm. I think with everything I learned like I just would not have ever imagined that I would have gotten to experience everything I did learn everything I did and I couldn't have ever expected it or foreseen that Mm -hmm. I just feel lucky that I was able to spend you know a year traveling and learning about myself and the world around me there like I I feel I honestly feel blessed and grateful for that every single day. Like, I wake up and I'm like, wow, that, like, was an experience that I'll never forget. And I'm changed forever because of it. So I just feel very lucky whenever I think about it. And yeah. it just makes me, like, like I don't know how to describe it. Just, like, warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. I mean, that was a whole year of your of your life. And you yeah. were, like, blessed to be able to experience that and to be gifted that. Because not yeah. a lot of people are just, that. like, sort of, like, handed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't been there you should go there yeah um and if you go please go and be respectful as possible because you know it is it is other people's lands and homes and so like go with good intentions go to like learn about yourself and learn about the islands and learn about their culture and and meet people and try to you know make your experience as good yeah be respectful and make your experience as good as possible um while being respectful to others and Mm -hmm. mindful of like where you are and grateful for where you are um because you definitely want to be you want to wake up and feel grateful that you're there every day I mean that just goes with anything in life like every day I wake up in college I'm like okay I want to wake up and be grateful (laughs) that I'm in college every day and I texted my parents the other day and I said thank you for my education (laughs) and they were like of course I hope you're enjoying it and I was like I am so that just goes for everything in life wake up remember that you're grateful to live another day wherever you are even if you're in you know the butt fuck of nowhere dude you yeah. are waking up and yeah, you, are you are alive. alive like you do not need to be in hawaii to feel grateful about being alive um but i do think you feel it a little bit like extra when you are on the islands or it kind of like opens your eyes to that and yeah it's cool because now i feel like i get to live the rest of my life with all those lessons that the islands did teach me and so i get to like wake up every day in college and be like wow i'm grateful for my education i'm grateful for where i am the people around me the air i breathe like all that stuff is so important to show your gratitude for so man (laughs) i feel like a lucky duck (laughs) do you feel like a lucky duck Uh, yeah i do feel like a lucky duck you look like a lucky duck (laughs) i am a lucky duck all right do you You, man, you really look like one right now. <laughs> Just like a lucky man. Um, so do you have any final thoughts or any like final final things to say about everything? Live your life how you want to. Live it day by day. Don't stress. Just keep swimming. <laughs> and just keep swimming, man. And show gratitude yeah, every single day. Don't take life too seriously. Just that too, it's yeah. it's short. Like you never know when it could end. Like it's 
it's sad how like it could end any day so just live it how you want you know be be smart and be responsible but have fun you know yeah so yeah that's all i gotta say i love it all right well this has been hostels in hawaii i'm zoe cashin and our very special guest joey marino Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Joey. I'm so happy we got to talk about your time on Maui. And I'm happy that we got to bring hostels in Hawaii back to the islands for a moment. Um, and it's just, they're so special to me and I love talking about them. So thank you for listening to this episode of Hostels in Hawaii. Until and, next time. Yeah, we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. <laughs>